Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Sarah Jane Guerra has been a digital marketer for five years. She's passionate about helping business owners make more money by utilizing the power of Facebook ads. Seeing a need for paid advertising in the space, she trained with a New Zealand-based seven-figure Facebook ad agency for over six months. After being equipped with the skills and knowledge needed, she took the plunge and founded Squish Social. She has since spoken at events such as the Real Estate Institute of Canada, Startup TO, and the Entrepreneurial Growth Summit, and hopes to help hundreds, if not thousands, of business owners dominate with digital marketing. Well, thank you so much, Sarah Jane, for joining in on the Brand Party Podcast today. It's such a pleasure having you. It's such a pleasure to be here. I just want to dive right in and ask you, how does Brand Party resonate with you? Brand Party resonates with me so seriously because I actually took the Brand Party Challenge and that really helped me figure out some of the quirks and the issues that I had in my brand, more specifically my color scheme. So it definitely means something to me deep down in my heart. Oh, that's such a great way to start off the episode. Thank you for saying that. There's a lot of intention I think that people don't realize as well with their colors. They're like, oh, okay, I just like green, for example, and then there's no substance to it, but there's so much more and such a big storytelling element when I think it has that association attached to it too. But what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? I think my advice to you, even though I'm not a branding expert at all, definitely say, just look at how you want the world to perceive you. Know that that's important and look into a little bit about color theory as well. So let's break it down. What is social advertising, especially in the paid approach? What are the major benefits to doing this for your business? Yeah, for sure. So social advertising, paid ads, et cetera, media buying, it can go under so many different umbrellas, but I think what it is essentially is paying to acquire a customer. I think most times, depending on where you're at in business, people are very used to referrals. People are very used to inbound leads or people reaching out to you to acquire your services or to get things from you. And so that's a very cushiony spot to be in. But I think at a certain point when you want to be more in control over how people come to you and not having to wait for other people to go to you, that's when you start to introduce paid advertising. When would you say is the right time to kind of switch over from organic to paid? Because I know some people may have launches and stuff coming up, but it's such a, a world that some people are not used to, and I'm definitely guilty of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, first of all, I think it's important to know where you're at in your business. I think paid ads are like really sexy, and everyone's like, I'm going to run me a Facebook ad. Oh, I'm going to promote on Instagram. Um, And it's It's cute and it's nice and it's great, but I honestly do feel that moving from the mindset of someone who's used to having referrals and inbound leads 
to moving to the mindset of somebody who pays to acquire customers. You just want to make sure that you're financially ready for a commitment like that. So, you know, if you already have a very large audience, if your organic audience is already engaged and you do have the revenue and the, the actual money to put money behind like a real launch, then I 100% believe that that's you. But if you know that like you're still like freelancing low key, like, you know, the, the income's not specifically consistent and things like that. I think there are so many great organic ways to get traffic, organic ways to get leads that you don't have to, you know, spend money because it can get expensive. So should these paid ads be exclusively used for launches, whether that's free or paid product or service, or should it be used for other scenarios? I think when it comes to ads, no matter how you plan to use them, you just have to be intentional with them. I honestly feel that ads shouldn't just exclusively be used for launches if you can afford for them not to be. But if you do have a big push coming along and you have like a plan and a strategy, by all means, pour ads into it. It doesn't just have to be for a launch. Say, for example, you do have a big launch coming up, or maybe it's even some people have free challenges. I see quite often too that funnel into that bigger high ticket offer. Do you feel like, there's a certain timeline or runway that you should have in order to set yourself up for success to implement that strategy and paid advertising campaign? I think it's definitely important to have your funnel completely built out and know like, this is not something you do lightly, in my opinion. This is not something that you just say, I'm going to throw some money at it and see what happens. It's really something that you have to be intentional about. So you mentioned like the free challenges, right? I usually more times I discourage people from putting money into ads to get for free things. So for example, um, oh, I want to grow my email list, going to give a downloadable or do like a challenge and I'm going to put ads or money into it. Um, I always look at it and like, do you plan on selling something later in the future? Do you have your email sequence built out? Do you have your high ticket offer? Do you have, you know, your webinar or whatever? Because you can go in happy-go-lucky, wanting to get people to sign up for your challenge and download your downloadable. What can really happen is you'll spend a lot of money. And if you don't have that plan to actually make that money back, it can just become like a pool of taking all your finances. Mm, yeah, that's such a great thing to look out for. And understanding that customer journey is so essential. So is there a formula you use to determine how much money to actually invest in to ensure that you're getting that return on investment? I feel like it depends on so many factors. So I'll give an example. For example, you are a hairstylist. You're a hairstylist, you have a salon, and you know, your favorite service is like the balayage. So you do balayages. And I did my little research and balayages are like plain hair to like a balayage. It could be like $400. It could be $300. It's, it's like that. But what happens is if you're a really great artist, you might actually get someone to come back to you regularly get your balayage redone. They usually recommend eight to 10 weeks. So between eight to 10 weeks, you should go and get a touch up, make sure everything is looking fresh. And so if someone visits you every eight to 10 weeks over the span of a year, that actually ends up being $2,500 worth of touch ups are $250 around there, 150 to 250. So over the span of a year, someone can spend $2,500 with you and your hairstylist. So what generally tends to happen is one person may be worth $2,500 to you, right? And so it's when you know that and you know your math 
and say, for example, they stay for two years before, you know, you guys get into an argument and they leave you. That's $5,000. Now, granted, these are like arbitrary numbers, but I did do the research. One customer could be worth $2,500 to $5,000 to you and to your business. So when you know that, it's really important to know these figures when you run ads. You can budget correctly because if it costs you $20 to obtain a lead and say half of them don't show up, so $40 to obtain a lead. And let me know if it's getting too mathy because I'll like take <laughs> the math out. Um, but if it, it costs you $40 to obtain a lead and they have the potential to be worth $2,500 to you over the journey, Say, for example, half of those people never come and visit you again. So now they're worth, what, $60? I don't know, whatever. So essentially, that person, it costs you maybe $80 to acquire that person, $60 to $80 to acquire a customer who has the potential to be worth $2,500 for you in the future. So once you have that information, once you know how much a person is worth to you, once you know the lifetime value of your customer, once you know the average order value of your customer, and this doesn't just apply to like people who are in the hair design business, but it can also apply to people who are service providers, that gives you a better idea of how much you should budget. So when you see, you know, a lead costing 20 to 30 bucks, you know that, you know what, this is okay because in future or in the long term, they'll be worth $2,500 to me. So it, it's really on a case by case basis. Having that bigger picture vision is so helpful so that you don't get stuck into the so many metrics and analytics, I'm sure that can consume quite a lot of that mindset. There's so many factors, obviously, that go into the analysis of how that converts over. But would you say there's a, a range at least that depending on how much money, whether you put in a little bit of money to a large sum of money that will get you those qualified leads? I know you're right. There's so many factors that go into this. And again, like it depends on your industry. I guess we're looking for like a figure, like how much should I have to put into ads? I think it's just right? so um, you must have a world that if you don't, if you aren't consumed by it or looking into these numbers on a day-to-day -day basis, it's such a new world for so many of us. I'll say $500 for the month. If you are doing like $5 a day to like collect emails and your goal is to send, you know, a five-step email sequence afterwards, if you do like five to ten dollars a day that's like 150 to 300 dollars on actually putting money into it and then the 200 dollars in testing i think that'd be a good place to start also important to note that if you want to do this thing for real it's a monthly cost rarely a one-time thing because people will be checking your ad daily and every time that you run them it's not something that you can turn on and leave it before you come back and like you have no money <laughs> so it's definitely a monthly thing if you're running them, first of all, yourself, $500. If you're getting somebody to run them for you, or you want to go to an agency or a freelancer, triple or quadruple that number. And that would be a little bit more realistic. Amazing. And what are the top three things to consider before, during, and post campaign to be aware of? Honestly, the most important thing is to know your customer. Become them. Know like what music they listen to, where they shop, what they do in their free time, the artists that they listen to. I think when you really take yourself out of the mindset of being a service provider or someone who has something to sell and put yourself in the position of a person who has a problem, that gives you so much leeway and gives you so much room to succeed when you run ads. I think 
a lot of the time people come into it very me, 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 self, self, self. But the thing is you're creating an ad, not for yourself, but for your audience. So you really have to know them. I think the second thing would definitely be how much am I willing to pay to acquire a customer? That is super important. We are paying to play here, friends. It hurts sometimes, but you have to know that I'm willing to pay $150 to acquire a lead. And I'm not saying that that's what it will be, but just the knowledge of that and even knowing how much you can spend before it becomes excessive to acquire a lead is very important. And I think the third and most important thing is, am I even ready to run ads? Ads are sexy, no doubt about it, but it's like, am I ready? Am I in the position to be able to put away, you know, a couple hundred dollars, almost a couple thousand dollars to put money into ads? And that's a question that I think that a lot of us can stand to, to kind of sit down and think on a little bit, because while ads are super beneficial, meaning that you have the power to get leads on tap, you have the power to get clients on tap, you have the power to get sales on tap. It's also important to know that am I at the stage in my business where I can allocate the funds and the time and the effort to get this all going right for me. And just one last question to end off, but testing is a huge part of the process. Can you share a little bit more about with our listeners about the impact of the visuals, especially and the messaging when you are testing out these ads? For sure. Testing is like my favorite thing in the entire world. It's where the real work is done. So before you run an ad, you always, and this is my rule and the hard and fast rule, you must test. The reason being is Facebook has so much data. There's over 2 billion monthly active users on Facebook and Instagram. I forgot to mention that Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company. So Facebook owns Instagram and WhatsApp and a couple of other third-party apps. So Instagram is Facebook, Facebook is Instagram. Just wanted to get that um, out. But the thing is, when you run ads, you have access to all this information. You have access to all the data that Facebook legally and illegally collects from its users <laughs> on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's a beautiful thing. And so we might have preconceived notions who our target demographic is to actually test those things and know for sure. They're giving you numbers. They're giving you like so much information for you to test. So I think it's important to take those things into consideration and how you test, I'm going to give some free game right now. The first thing, there's a three round thing that you do. You first test your audience. You could be the best wedding photographer, but it doesn't matter if you're advertising to people who are already married, right? So the first round of testing, you keep the same ad copy, the same creative, and you just test your audiences. Once you get a winner there, you move on to the second round. The second round is where you test your hook or your offer, meaning that are you offering a free consultation? Are you giving them 20% off? Do they want free shipping? Those are the things you need to test. You keep the same copy, you keep the same image, and you just test the hook or the offer with the winning audience. That's round two. And then round three is optimization. So this is where you do emojis or no emojis. You do short copy or long copy. This is where you test like that first line before they read more. That's really where you optimize the ad because you already have the audience who is like super loving the ad because you've tested it. 
you have the offer, which really resonates best with your audience because you've tested it. And now you can do your copy and your emoji here and et cetera to know what type of copy resonates best with your audience. So at the end of this three-step process, you should have a winning ad with the best audiences, the best offers, and the best copy to now put that out into the world to reach a cold audience or people who know nothing about your brand. So testing is everything. The thing that I want to add is to take Facebook ads or Instagram ads or paid advertising in stride and to just know that like the best type of people to work with are the people who educate themselves about the topic. And I think that um, there are so many resources, me included, um, who share information about Facebook ads. And, you know, you can really, this can really work. And it, it's not a thing that as much as I pushed this narrative, it's not a thing that requires a ton of money if you learn how to do it yourself. It's when you want to employ other people that it might get a little bit more pricey. But I really do feel like it's a skill just like in entrepreneurship, I feel like we've all been forced to learn a multiple multitude of things. Like I'm, uh, you know, a junior web designer and a junior graphic designer <laughs> and all these type of things because it's part of the job. Yeah. And I think that paid ads is kind of one of those things where it's like you, it would be helpful for you to know how to do this for yourself and how you can kind of be more in control of what you're doing because in entrepreneurship or when you're starting with your business, you don't always have that extra two, five, six, seven, eight grand to hire it out. I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. What are you currently celebrating? I'm currently celebrating the release of my one-on-one -on -one Facebook ad consulting sessions. Um, um, just due to Corona and just the way things are go have been going, um, I've actually found myself doing a lot of face-to-faces, a lot of consulting, and I'm really excited about it because um, it's something that I've always wanted to do, but there's always kind of been a barrier where people are like, I want your services, do them for me. And then it's kind of like, guys, I don't know if this is the right time for you to do this. So me coming up with these consulting sessions is a healthy medium where it's really affordable for people to get the time and attention that they need, but it also is super beneficial for them. Amazing. And um, what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? With this episode, there's actually this thing called the Facebook Audience Insights. And so Facebook Audience Insights is the data of everybody on this platform. You should find it. You should just Google Facebook Audience Insights. And it actually allows you put a country, a city, um, you know, an age group, and it kind of shows you their like behaviors and patterns. It shows you like the type of pages that they like most on Facebook, whether they're married, whether they're single, all this type of stuff. And I think it's super, super cool because it's kind of like Facebook giving you access to 2 billion people's information. And I think it's pretty awesome. You'll spend hours just playing around. It's so much fun. <laughs> really. Thank you so much, Sarah Jane, for taking the time to join in on the fun on the Brand Party podcast. Where can people find out more about you? You could find me on Instagram at Sarah Jane with an H Guerra, on Twitter at Sarah Jane with an H Guerra, and on my website, squishsocial.com. And I actually do offer one on one consulting sessions, which will help you run ads for yourself, and you can book them via my Instagram, or you can send me a message on Twitter. And in these sessions, they're about an hour long, me and you, 
I teach you essentially how to take my job away from me. And I think it's really helpful and a good option just for entrepreneurs who want to learn how to do this themselves, but need a little bit of guidance. It's such a great way to have a pulse on everything that you're doing, whether you do end up DIYing it or you end up hiring an expert just like Sarah Jane. So definitely some things to consider. Thank you so much, Sarah Jane. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Always on the go. Make sure to subscribe to the Brand Party Podcast so you never miss out on all of the fun.